Hello and welcome to I'll Take That Win podcast with your host Stephen Westwood, reminding you that to achieve that dream it takes just one step. Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of I'll Take That Win podcast. If you haven't done so already, please hit that follow button so you could be updated because I'm here for you every Thursday. So this week, we're going to be looking into the concepts of accountability and responsibility. Before I get going, I would just like to say that I want to celebrate every 10 episodes. I think that that, that is something that is worth celebrating. I think it's something that is worth doing. And the way that I I want to celebrate I think would be to invite a guest onto my show so if you are interested in podcasts if you are interested in my show and would like to appear please feel free to reach out to me at spwcopywriting at gmail.com okay if you're not sure you can always find my contact information on my website spwcopywriting.co.uk and yeah let's get somebody now so we can pre-record it and it can be launched on the 10th episode. Okay, so we're looking at accountability and responsibility. Now, these words are often used interchangeably. They're used as a way to make sure that somebody is overall not just responsible for achieving something, but they are held accountable for it. So if it goes wrong, there is somebody who is at fault or there is a reason why, and it can be explored and looked into in more detail. So what I would like to do, first of all, is break each one down. We're going to look at responsibility first. So responsibility is... It's a duty. It is a response to and complete tasks. And what I mean by that is in work, in life, you are responsible for making sure that things are completed when they are supposed to be completed. So responsibility is not just your crutch to bear. It can also be a team responsibility. So you and your partner, for example, could be responsible for maintaining your house or your lifestyle. At work, you and your team are responsible for completing all tasks or for breaking down tasks that lead towards a shared goal. Technically, responsibility is not assigned to someone. It is up to you as the individual as to whether you are going to take on that responsibility yourself. Now, what I like about responsibility is that it is task-focused there is a way for you to see how responsible you are being. There is a way for you to measure that. I will be looking at measuring goals later on in this series. So accountability then is your own ability to give an account of the events or the tasks or the experiences that you went through whilst completing them. So you're responsible for what is coming up and you're accountable for what has already happened. So if you're responsible for updating the website, then you update the website. If you come across any issues whilst you're updating that website, then you are held accountable for those. That is part of your accountability. It is part of what the task process was. It is part of the service you provide. It is part of what has been assigned for you to complete. Now, when it does come to accountability, a lot of people mistake accountability with pointing the finger and placing blame. That is not accountable. That is not being accountable. That is not how you process 
accountability. So accountability is being responsible for completing the task and the results from that task. So a lot of people try to avoid being accountable, especially in the workplace. There's a lot of people out there and I have come across them where something goes wrong and it's never their fault. They're not responsible. It's somebody else's fault. First of all, they use the word responsible wrong because it's accountable, not responsible. Secondly, if it is a task that they have been in charge of, that they have taken responsibility for and it goes wrong, then surely they are and should be held accountable for that. But rather than actually accepting, yes, this went wrong and outlining why in an objective manner, they take the subjective route. They tend to take the route of, oh, well, if I'm blamed for this, then I could get repercussions. There could be consequences and I don't want to have those consequences. And because of that, what happens is that they condition their mind, they practice trying to blame other people. Now, accountability is taking ownership of your own actions. It's taking ownership of your own tasks, your own goals. It's one of those lovely things where if you are emotionally intelligent enough, accountability will keep you on track. It will actually help you. So what I mean by that is, for example, okay, so I have a goal this month that I want to lose 10 kilograms. 10 kilograms is 22 pound, which is a lot of weight, but I'm a fairly inactive person. I've decided that I need to put my money where my mouth is. I have goals. I want to achieve them. So the best way for me to lose weight is to start moving more and to make sure that I eat right. I eat healthy. No, I eat healthier. I already do tend to eat healthy. My my issue tends to come with, well, two things, portion sizes, because I am a big eater, and my sweet tooth. So I need to control that. I need to take that. Now, I have planned my month. I have planned out my meals and I am ready to be accountable. Now, what will happen is if I decide that I want to give in to my sugar, my sweet tooth craving, and I eat a dessert, well, that's on me. That's my responsibility. That's my accountability. That is me giving in to something that I didn't have to give in to, but I'm choosing to give in to. Remember, I believe that our thoughts drive our emotions. Well, if our thoughts drive our emotions, our emotions can sometimes take over our actions. So in this particular example, which is a true example, I will be doing before and after photos as well. Hopefully I stick to it and hopefully I, no, not hopefully. Let me rephrase that. I am going to stick to it and I am going to achieve my 10K weight loss. What happens when I give in to my sweet craving is first of all, I'm giving in to those thoughts and I'm giving in to those emotions that are driven by my thoughts, which are then driving my actions. Now I could sit there and I could be like, do you know what, to my partner, I could be like, do you know what, this is your fault. I'm eating, I've eaten this because of you. You're the one that didn't tell me no. You're the one that didn't tell me that I shouldn't. You just let me do it. That's your fault. That is not being accountable. Being accountable is, oh, hands up. Yeah, okay, I've eaten all that cake. There's a lot of it. Oh, well, I'll move on. And what happens is your mind starts to practice accepting responsibility for what you are responsible for. Your mind will allow you to grow and allow you to learn from your mistakes. If you're consistently hiding any responsibility that you have for anything that you do, and you're constant, uh, constantly trying to pass the blame, constantly trying to get other people in, I'm using air quotes here, trouble for something that is ultimately 
your responsibility, then first of all, you're not going to have very many friends. People are not going to want to get to know you. People are not going to want to help you. But secondly, you're not going to give yourself that opportunity to learn from that mistake. You're not going to give yourself that opportunity to learn how to achieve your goals and measure them and make sure that you stay on track and make sure that if something comes up, you build up that resilience. Now, if you remember last week, we discussed resilience and I thought that was a fantastic topic, by the way. I really enjoyed it. I'm really enjoying the feedback that I'm getting for resilience. I know from my first-hand experience that in order to be successful, you have to be not just responsible, but accountable. You have to have that drive that you have to have that drive and that ability to not only be accountable for your previous actions. So remember, accountability is what happens after that situation occurs. If you are not going to be um, held accountable, if you are not going to accept any consequences. Now, keep in mind, I've used the word consequences a couple of times now. Consequences are not necessarily a negative thing, okay? So if I lose weight, if I lose my 10 kilos, the consequence of that is that I can now fit into my clothes. Another consequence of me losing weight is that I'm able to move a lot more freely. Another consequence of me losing weight is that I will have developed the habit for it, so I will be able to continue and I will eventually achieve my overall weight loss goal. On the other hand, consequences can be negative. So if you are working on a project, for example, and that project, something goes wrong with that project and you miss the deadline. The consequence of that is that it could cost you more money. The consequence of that is that it could cost you your ability to maintain that client, as a, um, maintain that relationship with that client. They might need to go somewhere else. They might need to outsource, again, costing you more money and more time. It would mean that you, as a consequence, might not be able to move on to the next project because this one isn't finished. So there are positive and negative consequences for all of our actions. You will find that a lot of successful people, a lot of leaders, first of all, do take on the responsibility for a project. They do take on the responsibility for delegating tasks. They make sure that everybody stays motivated and inspires their team. They take responsibility to a personal level in order to achieve the highest standards. When something does go wrong, they will be held accountable. So it could just be that somebody within the team needs additional training. It could be that somebody uh, within the team was off sick and as the leader, they did not plan a contingency. So they will be held accountable to their higher-ups, they will also hold themselves accountable, and they will accept the consequences of their actions, or in some cases, inaction. So the best way to improve your accountability and actually hold yourself accountable is through goal setting. Okay, so bear with me on this one because it's it's something that is personal to me. I love goal setting. If I don't set myself goals, then I can't focus, my mind starts racing and goes off on tangents. And I don't know if you experience the same thing, but I do believe that our minds are like a two-year-old. I do believe that if it's unsupervised, if we aren't focusing our minds, then it can get a little crazy in there. (laughs) So the first thing to do when holding yourself accountable for something is have a clear goal in mind, have a clear plan and be able to communicate that plan effectively so that if other people need to be involved, they can do so. 
The next thing when it comes to goal setting and holding oneself accountable is making sure that you are able to measure that goal. So I, I have said I'm going to talk more into the specifics for SMART goals later on, but I can touch on them now because they are important for holding yourself accountable. So what you will do is you will have your overall goal. Now, my goal is to weigh a certain amount, which is a healthy weight for my height. It is a weight that I have been previously and enjoyed my life. Unfortunately, over the last couple of years, especially, you know, during a pandemic, I put on a lot of weight. I want to lose that weight so I can get back to my healthier lifestyle. So you can, in order to hold yourself accountable, um, set yourselves micro goals, okay? So as uh, tasks that lead up up to these goals. Now I do talk a lot about goals in my book. It's obviously called Oh No, Not Another Goal Setting Book. That will help you learn a solid foundation for holding yourself accountable. Now I use a lot of lists when I'm goal setting. I like to use mind maps and I like to get things written down. I feel that if it's written down, I can then check it and make sure that I'm on track. I can measure it. I can make sure that every step that I take is towards achieving that goal. Now, another thing that you can do is change your mind mindset, okay? And the way that you'll change your mindset towards being held accountable for your actions and being held accountable for your successes and failures is to reward yourself. So no matter what your goal is, I keep using the weight loss one, but I'm going to use a work related one. So I have a goal of getting four new clients this week. So I will actively search for those clients. I will be having conversations. I will be asking for referrals. I will be working towards getting those clients. Now, what will happen if I don't achieve that is that that is on me. That is me holding myself accountable. You can make yourself accountable by rewarding yourself. What I will do is I will reward myself with, I don't know, maybe a trip out ice skating or something like that. I haven't done that for a while. I think that's what I'll do. When I get my four clients, I'm going to go ice skating as a reward to myself. Um, the other thing that you can do and probably should do is make sure that you're doing one task at a time in an order. Make sure you're prioritizing your tasks from most important to least important. Some people like to do it from most difficult to easiest. So the easiest tasks tend to be a bit more of a reward. Make sure that you're valuing your time as well, because what you don't want to happen is you're wasting so much time trying to finish a goal, trying to achieve something that you're not getting rest, you're not actually taking care of yourself. Now, if you remember the very first episode I did was on happiness. So happiness is an emotion happiness is something that you can practice but in order to achieve that emotion in order to achieve that goal of being happy what you need to do is make sure that you are well rested make sure that you are taking care of all areas of your life you're not just focusing on one that can become a bit obsessive so my best advice here is to make sure that you're consistently reviewing what you have done what you are doing make sure that you review where you're at at any given time make sure that you are putting a timestamp on when certain goals need to be done or give yourself milestones that way then it makes it all more manageable and ultimately to me that is 
the best way that you can hold yourself accountable. Now, in the spaces that I'm in, there is a lot of accountability partners or accountability buddies. And this could be in the workspace, if you have your own business, if you are in the mind frame of wanting to lose weight and get healthier, having an accountability partner will help you stay on track. It will help you achieve that goal. So if I wanted to lose weight and hold and have somebody help me hold myself accountable, I would get a personal trainer. I would see a nutritionist. These people will work with me in order to achieve that goal. It's the same as somebody who's quitting smoking or what will happen is they will, they are more likely to quit smoking if they have somebody there who is holding holding them accountable, making sure that they know that they have this goal and keep them on track. So in terms of business, I am coaching people. Um, I have my clients and I am holding them accountable. I, I've said this before and what I like to do is I like to spend a few weeks setting things up so that when it does come to taking action, when it comes to taking that first step, it is so much easier to do for my clients. And ultimately that's what I'm here for. It is to make things a lot easier for my client. I have people holding me accountable. I hold other people accountable. I hold myself accountable. The people that I'm holding accountable are also holding themselves accountable. And just remember that being accountable means that it is something that you are ready to do when you have finished your tasks. It's something that you are ready to do, whether the consequences be positive or negative. So I would like to invite you to check your mindset. I would like to invite you to approach tasks on a one-to-one basis where it is easier for you to take those steps towards achieving your goals. I would like to invite you to hold yourself accountable and if you fail at something, remember build your resilience. The more you fail, the more you learn, the more you can try other things. As a reminder, I would like to invite you to please like share, comment on my podcast. Um, If you have any questions or if you would like any help, then please feel free to get in touch with me. We can set up a discovery call. I would also like to invite you to buy my book, Oh No, Not Another Goal Setting Book. It is available on Amazon in paperback and and in Kindle formats. And I do believe that the concepts within the book and this will help you to achieve your goals. It will help you to focus your mind and help you to become more accountable for your actions. Thank you very much and I will see you next week. You have been listening to I'll Take That Win podcast with Stephen Westwood, reminding you that your path to success starts with just one step.